0: Hey friend, Mike McCurry here, and this is Bible Tracked Echoes. Today we are joining Matt Pearson in his office again, and I'm so thankful for him letting me kind of impose upon his work schedule just a little bit, but we're excited about the fact that we get to continue our conversation from yesterday. I'll let you do a little bit more of the talking, I promise, today. If you missed yesterday's broadcast, you're going to miss just a little bit of the context of what we talked about, but it's okay. (sighs) Keep listening, and you can go back on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform and kind of refresh yourself. Long story short, Matt, what you spend probably 20, 30, 35 hours a week doing is you reach out to our partners. We don't call people customers around here. They, they, these aren't just uh, little lines on on a spreadsheet. These are real people. These are real Christians that use our gospel tracks. And Matt spends a lot of time every week reaching out to them and engaging them with a few questions we're going to talk about. But there's a specific purpose It's so that we can further our connection, our partnership with what we call our partners. And so, Matt, you've talked to a lot of people. I mean, we're talking probably almost into the thousands now, over six months. Tell me some of your, one or two of your favorite stories of people you've talked to that use our gospel tracks. Well, I guess
1: um, we'll start with the Uber driver named Dennis. Yes, absolutely. um, In Pittsburgh area. And he carries tracks in his visor, and he gives tracks to everybody that rides in his vehicle. Mm-hmm. And he said one day um, he al- he always remembers to give people tracks. Well, one day, like ten people in a row had gotten away from his car, and he didn't get a chance to give them a track. And he was it happens to the best of us, right? Yeah, absolutely. But he couldn't get he couldn't get over it. He was laughing at himself at how crazy it was, and he like, Lord help me get over this, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways. Uh, A lady got in his car and she was on the phone and she was having a hard day and he heard her um, on the phone just talking about how overwhelmed she was and she just can't take it anymore and she's really overwhelmed. So when she got off the phone, he asked if everything was okay. Well, and then she told him kind of what was going on. It had to do with her son and and, um, just some issues at school and at home. And he said, I'm a Christian. Do you mind if I pray for you? So they got to where they were going and he prayed with her. And then he said, here, I have something for you. And he pulled down his visor. And this whole time when he'd been forgetting to give people track, there was only one track left hmm. in his visor. And it was the overwhelmed track. I and think so- that,
0: that track written back February, March of 2020, when we were just descending into all the uh, nonsense with COVID, all that type of stuff. Uh, Lord laid on my heart that people were overwhelmed with all this. And and Lord let me put this together Austin did a great job designing it. We put out millions of them. But one of them was in Dennis's vehicle for yep. this lady, and he got to give it to her. What was her reaction? He said she just stared at him with tears in her eyes in disbelief. And he said, that's not me. That's him. Mm, you know? Amen. And the, the opportunity to give the glory to God. It's amazing. That, that's just one story. We're going to get to a couple more. But I love it. One of the reasons I want to have Matt on is because every once in a while, once a week or so, when we pass you, hey, let me tell you a story about someone I just talked to. Mm-hmm. We get these stories all the time. You know, I had someone ask me, Matt, I don't want to get too far, of course, here. We had sent out a track story, Doug Anderson's track story. It's on YouTube mm-hmm. if you want to find it. It's a story of a man, 1978, accepting Christ because someone left a track in a, in a, in a bathroom of all places. And somebody emailed, and it's hard to infer the spirit with which they ask these things, and so I'll be careful not to assume. But they asked, they specifically said, I'm not trying to knock Doug's story, Doug Anderson's story, or your ministry, but do you have any stories from recent days? Basically, the, the sense I got, this may not be what they meant, but the sense I got was, do tracks still work today? Can I tell your friend yeah. they most certainly do tell, tell us another story Matt. Whatever comes to mind
1: so here, Here's one of them on a little more serious tone, but a gentleman up in Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. and he had a, a terminal diagnosis and I Didn't know any of this when I called him. He had a track order and he had ordered um, Have you found rest? Mm-hmm. That I, I actually got it right yep. here. We'll talk more about that in just a second. So but when I asked him why he ordered this track, he just, that's when he told me that he had um, a terminal diagnosis and he thought this was a great opportunity to share the gospel with people that mm. he would meet at the clinic and um, just, you know, a heart for serving God to the end, you know, and that was just a great example.
0: And and there are so many points about that particular story I want to pull out for just a second. Number one, he I don't know how he had found our ministry. We could probably look in the records, maybe in Google or whatever it was. Maybe he used our tracks previously. But he ordered this gospel track called Have You Found Rest? This gospel track, it's a great gospel track. But for a man in his position, something you were able to recommend to him was another gospel track. In addition, we sent him a bunch of Have You Found Rest? And we sent him One called peace in terminal illness. Now, this gospel tract was written by our founder, Dr. Paul Levine, 1995, less than a year before he stepped over into glory. And he had been given a terminal diagnosis. But one of the things, and for those of you asking, why do we spend so much time uh, uh, talking to people about this? Well, we want to put the best, if, if I can use this illustration, you know, Marine Corps. You want want to have the best munitions possible. You want to have the best ammunition, the best supplies. You want to have something that's effective and that works, right, with your weapon system. Whether it was the M4, whatever you guys had in your time. But we want to make sure the Christian soldiers, and this guy who's willing to, staring death in the face, willing to still be a witness. We want to make sure he has the best Christian spiritual tools, the best spiritual weapons available to him. And so he had no idea peace and trouble and illness was yeah. something we had.
1: Yeah we just and sent it to him.
0: Absolutely. And so we sent him both of these gospel tracts and you've talked to him multiple times since and to God be the glory to, to, at this point. He's still with us and we're praying for his his dear family as well. It sounds like a just a good Christian man. We're so thankful for that testimony. But you gotta understand we are and it's a conversation we had, you may have even had with him a little bit, but we're all terminal aren't we? And this is one of those spiritual discussions we talked about yesterday. Talk to us for just a minute about how that impacts our view of life and evangelism a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, it's
1: a little more in your face for some than others. Sure. But um, the clock's ticking for all of us. Right. And just
0: because a doctor hasn't told mm-hmm. us, uh, you have six months to live, it is appointed unto man once to die. Yeah. And after this, the judgment. That means as Christians, Matt, I, I'm not praying for this. I'm not praying for that for your family. But there's no guarantee you woke up this morning. right? There's no guarantee. I'm I'm, a, I'm considered by you know relatively a younger man. Same for you, Matt. There's no guarantee that we have tomorrow promised to us. Life insurance policies may say, yeah, you got another 30 years ahead of you. But that may not be God's plan. Hmm. And so I'd encourage you today to be very careful, not only with your own salvation. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, get no. that settled before it's eternally too late. But let's talk to Christians for just a second. You talk to, so it's such a cool position you're in, basically everybody you talk to all day, every day, are evangelistic, fervent Christians that want to get the gospel. How, how cool is that, Matt? Right. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, it's sometimes it's humbling. Many times it's humbling because, you know, I look at myself and, you know, I, I'm probably not alone in this, maybe I am, <laughs> but there's many times when I wish I would have gave the gospel to somebody and I missed an opportunity. And so the more people I talk to, especially those that are just serving for hours a day, um, out witnessing
0: and it's like I always think to myself, I can do more, I can do more, you know. Absolutely. So, i encourage you, friends, maybe one of these two Gospel Tracks, or both of them, could be a help to you. You can go to BibleTracksInc.org. we got time for one more story. Maybe we'll tell about a guy in Washington State in just a little bit. But if you'd like some of How You Found a Rest, or if you'd like Peace and Terminal Illness, let me encourage you to go to BibleTracksInc.org. Now, let me make a, this is a very practical and very timely uh, an announcement or, or statement. We actually, we have a lot of Gospel Tracks. We have a million plus in our warehouse. But we're actually down to the last 25 oh, of, of, of Have You Found Rest. Yeah. We've got just a few left. That doesn't mean we're going to be printing more in the near future. But with the, with the time frame and logistics, it'll probably be another month or two <clears> until <throat> we print these gospel tracks. And so if you'd like them, you can go check. It may say out of stock. But let me make this. I don't talk about money hardly at all on the program, really. And, and when you talk to, please understand, when Matt talks to people on the phone, He's not saying, well, you know what? You could donate to this ministry, and let's talk about money, and have you ever given, and let's talk about your giving record. Absolutely not. That is, of all the things we want to talk about, we don't talk about how you use gospel tracts. Yep. We want to ask you, and you mentioned this specifically, instead of asking people to give often, you ask people to pray about f- pray for people to give. You don't, you don't put them on the spot and say, before we send these gospel tracts, you have to give to us. Absolutely not. Donations are recommended maybe, but they are not required. That being said, if you'd like to give... So that more of these gospel tracts, have you found rest, can be printed? I'll be honest with you, we won't tell you no. Our ministry, we survive and thrive, not just survive. We thrive by the grace of God and the giving of God's people. Hmm. And that's no more true than it is with this gospel tract. We have about 50 different English titles. It's sometimes hmm. difficult because so it's a good thing. I'm not complaining. So many of you want to use gospel tracts. Praise God for it. Sometimes we go out of stock on a particular title. I'd encourage you to, if you'd like to, you can give towards the printing of Have You Found Rest and all of our other gospel tracks. Now, very quickly, about a minute and a half, two minutes or so, there's a guy in Washington. He ordered some gospel tracks, and you connected with him, but he didn't have a good church. Tell us about that. The guy in the
1: Seattle area. Yeah, I'm sorry, Seattle. His prior prior service Navy, he's mm -hmm. a Navy veteran. And anyway, so we we had a connection there with the military, and so we were talking, and and he was asking about some discipleship programs. So it made me wonder. I said, so do you have a church um, that, you're, that you're a member of? And he said, no, Slim Pickens, you know, not a lot of churches are preaching the Bible, right? And, I mean, you think of a city, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of churches. Right. But how many of them are Bible churches, right? right? So um, I had, I had a, a resource where I could search for actual Bible preaching t- churches. And um, so I asked him if I could... Refer one to him and and then he said yes. So I did that, and there happened to be one that was actually within a couple miles of his house. That's awesome. And and he actually, so when I sent it to him, he said he he knew where that was. um, He wasn't sure about him, you know. So, funny thing was the next day, that church had actually. (laughs) Ordered some tracts.
0: So it gave us an immediate yeah. opportunity to connect with them. Because yeah. one of the things we want to do is we want to get good Christians connected with good Bible-believing mm. local churches. We're a big believer. Uh, we'll give one quick, there's more to the story. Well, I'll give one quick illustration to really cement this. I think it was either D.L. Moody or Spurgeon gave this illustration. There was a man in his church had been faithful. He and his wife, his family had been faithful <clears> for years. And he started slipping. The wife kept coming to church, but the man started not coming. Mm. He missed the midweek service. And he missed a Sunday night service, then he missed that Sunday morning. Just every once in a while, not often, but enough that it, draw, it drew his attention. It was with a Spurgeon or Moody, I can't recall which, forgive me. So the gentleman, the pastor, went to go visit him. Sat down by the fire, cold, wintry day, and just talking. Didn't bring up his lack of church, his spotty church attendance. He just st- sat forward a little bit in his chair, got the poker, got this got the, uh, the thing there, and pulled one coal out of the fire. And set it right there on the hearth. Mm. And just kept talking, kept talking. And talked all sorts of things. Just shoot the breeze with the guy. And at the very end, as he looked at, he, he just stared very pointedly at that. Now, the fire was still raging right. at the cold, dead, gray, right. cold. You could pick it up because it was not hot anymore. And the man looked at him and said, with a spurgeon of moody, I don't crawl." He said, Pastor... I get the message. Mm -hmm. Let me encourage you. Get to a good local church. We're going to talk more in the near future. Matt, thanks so much for joining us today. Have a great day for His glory. Got one more day on the week with Bible Tracked Echoes. God bless.
1: Thank you for joining us today for Bible tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated.